Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sprint to Profit podcast. It's Kirsty and Isaac here. This podcast was developed by and for Amazon sellers to highlight the very best strategies on how to grow your Amazon business and to get valuable insight from sellers to illustrate the ups and downs of selling on this incredible platform. And in this episode, we're gonna be speaking with a friend and member of ours who is also an Amazon seller himself, Jeff Smith. That's right. So Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm all powered up. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, um, Jeff, before we kind of jump into you know, exactly how, you know, your business is going right now, because obviously that's the meat and bones that everybody wants to get into. But first up, we just want to understand a little bit more about, you know, where you've come from, literally and figuratively, just so that we can understand a little bit more about your journey and how you actually, you know, started on Amazon in the first place, what got you into the game? Certainly. Well, I'm a bit older than both of you. Um, I'm 65, actually, this year. And you know, I spent 20 years and I'm from Atlanta. I live now on Lake Lanier, north of Atlanta. And I spent 20 years after getting out of school, 20 years in corporate America, working for some fairly large companies. And then I spent, I left in 2000, about a couple months before the stock market crashed uh, to run a startup, venture capital backed startup, which was great. That was a lot of fun. And um, so I spent another next 10 years sort of running my own businesses, starting several businesses. And as I was getting older, as I know many people are, if you're lucky, um, I you know, started, uh, I've actually been in internet marketing for about 10 years. We can talk more about that later, but I as sort of, I was planning to slow down, uh, enjoy my time on the lake. And I started looking at Amazon uh, as a potential business that could be, you know, a, an easier business to run because Amazon brings all the customers, which is very important. One of the three keys of being successful online. And uh, that's, you know, how I got there. And then uh, do you want me to tell the story about sort of how I got into Amazon? That's yeah, what my sure. next question was going to be. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> uh, we'll lead in there. It's a good transition. So I actually, I purchased uh, ASM 8 in October, November of 2017. Started watching all the trainings, dove in. It was really kind of a part-time endeavor because I was uh, doing other things. And, you know, I got involved, watched all the training. And quite frankly, I could not figure out how to make a decision about what product to launch. Mm -hmm. And I understood essentially what to do. Uh, to run an Amazon business. Um, but I just couldn't really figure out how to make a decision. It's not that there were all the tools were there to enable you to make a decision, but I couldn't figure out how to decide using those tools. And I was fortunate enough to go to SellerCon in 2018 and down in Orlando. And at that, at that meeting, I was actually on a, we were on a break and I was out in the courtyard uh, just kind of wandering around. And I saw a bunch of people gathered around uh, an individual, uh, one of the, one of your team members. 
And uh, I, they'd been there for a while, and I sort of wandered over there and tried to listen in because uh, I was on the outskirts, and I picked up on what she was talking about, and she was talking about you. And she was talking about helping people to essentially figure out how to get their Amazon business started. And so I signed up and it's been a great journey since then because, um, and there's a lot more to talk about that. So that's how I got, you know, hooked up with you and, and really got, was able to, that meeting, that chance meeting was what enabled me to working with your team to figure out how to make a decision about what product to launch. And here I am today. I've built a very successful business as a result. Awesome. I remember that day, actually. It was quite interesting. I think I was by the bar, funnily enough. And (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca was like, Rebecca had met someone and she was like, oh, this guy has seen us on something. It must have been, I don't know, some kind of uh, marketing thing. And she's like, he wants to, he's, he's gathered some people together and he wants us to go and talk to them. So we were like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. And I remember we started talking to a bunch of people and a bunch of people came over. I remember you specifically because you were so tall and I'm like really small, obviously. But yeah, I was like, oh, big guy. <laughs> so I do remember yeah. you, you coming over. So that, that's brilliant. It's funny, isn't it? How just kind of chance things happen and then it just puts you on a, on a path. And in terms of, actually, I just wanted to go back a stage as well, because you said you were doing internet marketing as well. How did you feel? Because a lot of people would come in starting to this business and, and they're like, you need to be an internet marketer to do Amazon. Obviously, you were doing that anyway. You know, what would you say to people that actually, you know, think that? Because it sounds like, yeah, there's kind of some similarities, but there's also some different challenges as well. Yeah, I don't think it's a requirement, uh, honestly. Um, I mean, it's been it's been useful to me in certain instances because I have some understanding about it and have had some success with it, but it's not a requirement because the beautiful thing about the Amazon business, you know, and I teach this uh, in that aspect of my area, you need three things to be successful. You need traffic and you need a place to send the traffic to an offer that converts into cash, right? Those three things. Amazon brings the traffic. They have a system to convert. You just have to determine what your offer is going to be, and you teach everybody how to do that, and I'm an excellent uh, example of that. And uh, they will convert it into cash. So you don't have to be an an internet expert at all. And that's good to hear because me and Kirsty had no internet experience before we started (laughs) selling. (laughs) Exactly. I think the only experience I'd had was – Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) So you mentioned that you'd had some challenges. What would you consider the main hurdles were for you getting started? You you mentioned about, you know, making the right decisions. And then how did you overcome that? You know, that almost like a fear, I suppose. Can you maybe describe that journey? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to mention fear. And I was thinking about that actually uh, yesterday. You know, most people don't succeed. And it's not just in an Amazon business. Most people don't exceed, succeed at trying something new that they're not used to doing because of lack of confidence. And that all centers around fear because people have a fear that if they don't feel confident, they then can't be certain how to make a decision. And there's a lot of reasons for not being confident. Sometimes it's you're not confident about, you know, what if you're, what if I'm successful? Um, and, there, you know, 
particularly, let's just focus. I mean, there's so many things. Let's just focus on the Amazon business. You know, a lot of times you, you, you just, you're not confident enough to make a decision. It may be sitting there in front of you, all the information's there, but if you, even if it's all laid out for you and if you're not confident in your decision, you just, a lot of people just won't take a step forward because they're afraid of failing. And, you know, a lot of people, when you're investing in an Amazon business, it does take some capital, right? I was talking to somebody recently about Amazon business and they were talking, we were talking about how to make a decision about a product. And I said, you have to take into consideration how much capital that you have uh, before you choose your product. Because if you choose something that's going to sell 3000 a day, you better be prepared to fund that <laughs> and uh, to be able to fund the inventory because this is really is a, an inventory business. So you might want to select something that's not going to sell 3000 a day. I'll be a little bit more modest. So that's a useful, I think the key, and this was true for me because I was fearful that I didn't understand how to make the right decision about the product. And I wasn't confident in my decision-making capability until I got the right instruction and mentorship through your program. And that enabled, that gave me the confidence to be able to make a decision and move forward and feel confident in the decision so that I could move forward. Yeah, yeah that's, that's great. So I, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions here because I kind of want you to just dig a little deeper on that and, and kind of maybe expand upon what was it about, you know, something in our program or within our coaching that actually allowed you to overcome that decision-making process. And then, you know, if you could remove any barriers that you have currently in your business to like help you just grow and scale you know, what would that look like or what would those constraints be that you take away? Sure. It's been a couple of years, but you know, it was a sprint to profit. Mm-hmm. Those, those three words. Uh, you had a system that you took everybody through and it was a step-by-step process. And a lot of times, I'm not going to call it a checklist necessarily, but there are checklists involved. Uh, there's a blueprint for success. And by having that all laid out and by taking and following those steps, you know, in the order in which you presented them, it enabled me to execute and implement this process that allowed me to arrive at my decision. I mean, everybody's decision is different. Um, I think probably the biggest thing that separated, you know, was uh, helped me at that point in time was the branding. Because, I mean, Amazon has millions of products and there's, I don't know how many, there's millions of categories, probably different little submarkets that everybody competes in. And so when you stare at that and think, oh, well, where do I start? You know, I mean, it, uh, a journey of a thousand miles starts with your next step. And so I, I, you know, your process that you taught, starting with branding, because I had to make a decision. Okay, there's millions of products, but which market am I going to compete in? And so what, by thinking about branding and, you know, who I wanted to serve and and the process of identifying what was meaningful to me, it enabled me to then focus, say, okay, I'm going to focus in this area. And that enabled me to, by focusing in one specific market, uh, got rid of the distraction of all the other possibilities because everything's possible on Amazon. Um, But you have to be able to choose one specific area, at least 
one, you know, several sub markets to think about and do you the product analysis so that you can arrive at whatever the market that you are going to compete in. So you gave me a process starting with branding as opposed to just looking at the market holistically. Um, and that I think was the key missing ingredient that separated me from where I was with ASM versus after getting involved with you. Yeah, it's a big sea out there. You got to find your fishing hole, right? Yeah, yeah. You got to find fishing hole, and because um, otherwise, you'll you, yeah, I me mean, could be researching products forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and you'd never make a decision. And in terms of what, you know, what if I can remove all barriers? Um, I would say, I mean, I'm, <clears throat> I launched my first product in January of 2019, so about 18 months into it. I've got four products now. I'm just in the midst of uh, fourth product launch. And I'm still learning. You know, I'm still learning this business, even though I, I, it's the easiest business I think I've ever seen. But I'm still learning the process of the business. And I'm still learning about my particular market that I'm in. And so if I were to fast forward, uh, even though when you're 65, you don't really necessarily want to do that. Uh, you want to enjoy every moment. But if I were to fast forward, I would say in in time, you know, I will have learned some of the things that I don't, that I'm still learning now. And that would enable me to launch more products faster. You know, my business would grow if I were launching more products faster, but I'm still learning uh, about what I'm doing. And so I'm going at a moderate pace. Yeah, I think it's the that idea of having the experience. Like they always say, uh, talent is wasted on the youth or something like that. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like they have all this ability, but they have no experience. So they make all these mistakes. And then it's like, you know, when you, when you have all the experience, you don't have the talent necessarily or the, you know, the athletic abilities or the, the, the energy to be able to, to do all the stuff that you wanted to do back when you, when you didn't know any better. So yeah, <laughs> I think it, it's, it's, you know, if you could fast forward your learning curve, that'd be great. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's part of the biggest thing. Cause I'm still learning about the particular market that I'm, you know, uh, marketing in and, but time will solve that. I mean, I expect success. Uh, some, some products are going to be more successful than others, but that's really the biggest holdback at this juncture is just, mm-hmm. just learning about what I'm doing. Yeah. I love that because Actually, we were talking to uh, a guy called Corin Woodmass yesterday, and he actually helps people sell their business. But one key area that he focused on was almost like patience, right? That learning, that that um, ability to, number one, learn, but also be comfortable in that learning space. Because, yeah, Rome wasn't built in a day, you know, and at the end of the day, I mean, you like you said, you know, you're 65, which in my book is not that old. He probably used to be ages ago, but I'm getting closer, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so when you get there, you're like, it's not that old, what are you talking about? But yeah, you, you know, with, you know, you're still in that phase of learning, which I think is awesome, you know, and if, any, if anybody can take anything away from the conversation today, I think that's a big one because... It's not necessarily that you, you get to a certain point in your life or a certain age where you're done learning, right? It's like you're always learning new stuff and being a, being having that ability to absorb that as well and not feeling like you know everything, which I think is is really cool. And couple that with the fact that you're not in a hurry. 
Right. And some people might say, well, why not? You should be retiring now. But clearly it sounds like you're never going to retire, right? You're just, you love that learning. No, I, I mean, I, I enjoy this. I mean, literally, uh, we've had this conversation before. I probably, apart when I'm not doing product research, not developing a product with my sourcing agent, sort of going through that process, it takes me less than 30 minutes a day. You know, following the map that you've laid out, I've got a spreadsheet uh, learned that I'm recording key metrics on. I I had somebody doing it for me for a while, but I kind of felt disconnected from it. I didn't really understand the context behind the numbers, so I went back to doing it myself. And I think it's useful because it allows me to track what's going on also with the competitors. just depends on what's happening that day. And uh, I actually just today started to start tracking uh, the BSR of some of the the direct the top competitors I'm competing against. You know, I've in talking about you know learning. I mean, I've what I've learned and and patience. When I first got started, I didn't know what was going on, so I was you know spending a lot more time trying to analyze what was happening. And I think I posted in one of the Facebook groups at one time. I understand you know Amazon is a great example of why. Uh, humans in their history developed the gods because to explain what was going on in the universe around them because they needed some rationale for what was happening. And, you know, I've done, spent a lot of time trying to figure out what was going on with Amazon. And now I've kind of discovered that I don't really worry about it so much. It's, you can't, if you try to overreact and overanalyze and jump around too much, you're really not going to understand what you're doing. It's best to just sort of let it unfold. And, um, you know, I do what, what I learned from you. I generally test things on a weekly basis. I make changes on Tuesdays. Um, sometimes I react faster than that because I've got the competitors. I see them reacting uh, in some fashion. So sometimes I will change that, but I've learned to take it easy and, uh, <laughs> just, you know, let it, I mean, I, I make, I make my changes, but I don't, I'm not impatient with the reaction because it's Amazon's a monolith and you, we have some information uh, about what they're doing, but it's not like you're standing at the, you know, in a grocery aisle looking at every, every consumer coming by trying to readjust the location of your product yeah well it's funny because when um i was working in corporate like our data lagged i mean the market share data lagged three months and the sales data so our we called it x factory which was basically all we could track was what we sold from the warehouse our warehouse to a big customer like a walmart and that Mm -hmm. was monthly so to get daily updates on amazon of your data is it's amazing, right? And I don't think people actually really understand that because, you know, in big corporates, you don't get that kind of information at that timely manner. So uh, it's actually not a bad system. It's just that I think we're used to instant gratification. We make a change. Why is it not working? You know, so uh, I think, um, yeah, just that having that patience testing and not, and it's not even just the patience. It's more like the, okay, it's done. I'm not going to worry about it. And I know you like wakeboarding, I think, right? And yeah. surfing and stuff. So that's an easy way, thing to do, right? Make a change, go and do some surfing, think, forget about it, <laughs> and then come yeah. back. 
I look at it, you know, I look at it in the morning. That's generally what I do first thing. And um, I do that. And then I might check it at night uh, before I go to sleep or something just to kind of see what's happening. But also I'm, I'm in the Eastern time zone. So there's generally four or five hours left in the day. So I'm, you know, I haven't, I don't have any set expectations. I find I'll find out what, what actually happened yesterday, uh, the next morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So we talked a little bit about, you know, what, what you think has helped you along the journey, but what do you think is your unique skill? So Jeff Smith, What's your unique skill that's helped you become successful, not only just on Amazon, but just generally? I have an open mind. I've, I've been in a lot of different businesses, a lot of different industries. And, you know, uh, I, I am always, I enjoy the learning process. I'm not afraid of making decision when I've got, I, I feel comfortable with my decision-making capability. So we talked about that struggle when we got started, but I I would say everybody listening out there, everybody who's listening can be successful at this business. There's, there is really nothing special about being successful in Amazon business, except having the ability to make a decision. You know, if you're, (laughs) if you're capable of making decision and you don't, and you don't have to be a hundred percent certain about your decision. Uh, but you, you really, you know, and I'd say you asked me what is, I, I should probably, I can think I can probably sum up like this. I have the ability to take imperfect action. I do it every day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's never perfect. And I don't expect perfection. Um, I'm not even sure in many cases, you know, what that is. Like we were just talking about, I mean, I don't know what the perfect results are for my particular business in Amazon. I don't have any idea what they are. I mean, I'm making money at it, but is it perfect? I I doubt that it's perfect. Uh, I don't know that any part of what I'm doing is perfect. And because the market always changes, I'm not sure. I wouldn't, Amazon's not even perfect. So, but I have the ability to take imperfect action and be comfortable with that. I I hope that everybody listening can adapt and uh, adopt that skill too. Yeah. And one thing I think that you kind of were touching on earlier was talking about how man created gods and stuff. So that way they could explain the universe around them. And the difference between, you know, just sitting there and praying to the Amazon God that your listing is going to get, you know, some sort of visibility and sales and just hitting the refresh button on your sales dashboard all the time (laughs) is actually taking that action. Right. So it's being scientific about it, testing what works and what doesn't and, and trying all these things that you think that would be a good idea. So then you try it and see if it works. If it does, then you leave it or you test it a little bit more and try to make it a little closer to that. Perfect. But you know, there's never going to be a perfect like no human on earth is going to make that create that perfect business model, probably anywhere on earth. You'll get as close as you possibly can, but it's, it's never going to be perfect. So that's great to hear. Cause I think, um, you know, a lot of people, you, everybody, when they first start, they got to make the product perfect. They got to make the listing perfect. And they don't even know what that means. <laughs> they just, they think that in their head, they know what that means, but it really, it, it, it's an, it's a nonsensical kind of aspiration in, in, in many senses. Yeah. And it holds a lot of people back. I mean, at some of our, uh, in-person events, you know, I met several people and I could see that's, that was one of the things holding them back. They were trying to make the perfect product. And what I, what we've learned, uh, you already knew this, you, I'm sure you learned it. I've learned it. My products aren't perfect. You know, I've made them relatively perfect and the listings are relatively perfect. 
and my listing has changed over time and I'm constantly, I just made some changes. I just had some new photos shot by the photographer and I'd make some minor changes and I put them in place. Uh, you know, I, I, I changed the uh, photos and I saw an uplift in sales. Are they, is there a connection? I don't know, <laughs> you know, but I, I feel like the photos that I added to it make the listing better. Um, yeah. So I'm not leaving there. Um, sales didn't go down. And I'm not even sure that if they had gone down that I would have made any changes because you just don't know enough. So you have to feel you need to adapt and adopt the ability to make, take imperfect action. Yeah. Keep doing it every day. Yeah. And that's a great point. So, you know, obviously you've gone through this journey, you're, you're taking the action and you're just saying, look, if it doesn't work, like I can try different things. Uh, But was there any like one thing that you felt that made you kind of, that you changed from, you know, I know you didn't have like a product. I, I don't think you had a product online before you started working with us, but was there just like one thing that just like you felt made a change in you that you turned in and, and actually made a successful business out of this? Well, the idea of building an asset, mm-hmm. you know, building a brand. I mean, that was certainly once I understood that, uh, that, that rather than just developing a product, you know, the idea of, okay, this is the marketplace that I want to compete in. I want to build a brand want to build an asset because at some point you never know what life will bring. You know, at some point I may want to exit this business and I I'm taking, I think, uh, um, you know, based on what I've learned from you and advice that I've received the, the right steps. Uh, is it perfect? No, I'm, I'm sure there's more steps that I need to take. I've just hired a, a, um, accountant, you know, to, um, take that over. So you take those steps along the way, but I, the idea of building an asset, that you can then one day, if you want, uh, exit. Actually, at that SellerCon event, I met, and I can't pronounce his name, but he was the um, former uh, CEO or, or chairman of ClickBank. Uh, I met him out in that, in that um, you know, in, in the break. And I was talking to him. He was standing around. I was, wasn't talking to anybody. And I walked over and started talking to him. And he was there to buy. He just formed a business called 101 Brands based in Austin, and they built that company specifically to buy Amazon businesses. And uh, so I was able to meet him and talk with him for a while. So that enhanced, you know, the idea of building an asset that one day, and there's plenty of examples of people that have built assets and sold them and, um, you know, retired or semi-retired or gone on and built a new brand or you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Well, it's funny, actually, we've just had, um, I feel like we've just been on a run of understanding that process a little bit. We've actually just interviewed a couple of people, one person who's actually just sold theirs and then someone who helps people sell it. So yeah, I think it's, um, and, and one of the key points that came through was that you want to run the business like you want to sell it, but you want to run the business so that you can enjoy it along the way, right? So if you build it so that you've got a cash flowing business, that means you can sell it versus, again, getting bogged down in the, I need to sell this thing, right? So I think um, with your personality, the way that, you know, you love learning and the way that you want to put this business together, you're going to achieve that just along the way, I reckon. So what advice, I mean, you've kind of talked a bit through your journey, 
But what advice would you give to someone who wants to start their Amazon business today? You know, what would you give them that potentially you would continue doing that you did? And then also what you would tell them, definitely don't do that. (laughs) Well, I would say that you, if you're contemplating starting an Amazon business, you need to team up with someone like Real Path to Freedom so that you don't have to struggle with figuring out do you have enough information, enough confidence to make the right decision? If you make the wrong decision in the Amazon business, uh, and, and I say wrong decision by meaning the product uh, choice, it's not the end of the world. I mean, I've met multiple people that, you know, for a variety of different reasons, maybe none of them related to their specific decision, maybe just the marketplace itself, you know, had chosen the wrong product. And okay, so you, take the steps needed to basically sell that inventory. I mean, you're, you're buying an asset. That asset can be sold. You don't, there are customers. Uh, if you're following the process, you know that you will make sales. You can sell that and then uh, launch a different product. So I would say that highly recommend that you team up with the real path to freedom is my recommendation because uh, I've got the experience and testimonial to that, that you helped me. You know, I hadn't been at that event. If I hadn't gone out into that break area, who knows where I'd be today? I mean, I may not even have launched an Amazon business. Certainly have had, I've actually had marketed that product before uh, as an affiliate. So, you know, I, it, the great thing is that I did have that luck uh, because otherwise I might not have met you. And um, so anybody listening, I would say, team up with the real path to freedom and uh, because they know what they're doing and they provide great advice and support. Um, And I being in the Internet marketing business and understanding and marketing, uh, I have my own products and other market other people's products, too. So what you do for your members uh, is extraordinary. Yeah. And I just want to clarify, so the real path to freedom is basically an ongoing relationship with us that you had joined a couple couple of years ago now, or maybe 18 months ago, something like that, yeah. and have just continuously been working with us that whole time, which is fantastic. And, you know, I think because of that, you know, a lot of people, when they start first start this business, they get a product launch, they get really high, and then they kind of fall off a cliff because they don't really know how to sustain that. And they don't know how to launch another product. You haven't really had that big dip yet, like, or anything like that, but you've had, you know, challenges and it's not just all uphill. It's, you know, you've got some, you got some lulls and some challenges that you've, uh, that have kind of blocked you from growing as fast as you want. But, you know, with all these kinds of things that you get, you know, put in front of you and all that stuff, can you give us an idea of like what your business looks like now and how is it going for you? Yeah, it's not all just been straight up. I lost my first product in January of 2019, and I didn't launch my second product until October of mm-hmm. 2019. And that was primarily because I didn't, I didn't, you know, this, it was, I was new and I didn't really understand what I was doing. It was working because I, I was paying myself every few days. I would hit the pay button and send, you know, basically, <laughs> Every time I got about $2,000 in cash that was due me, I would send it, I'd pay myself. So I was kind of, you know, and I, every 
marketplace has some amount of seasonality. Amazon has seasonality. It was 2019. So I didn't launch the next product until October. Now I had, I had to take action before that, obviously to choose the product and purchase it, have it manufactured, et cetera, using a sourcing agent, which I uh, met through you, your resources. So I had taken steps in order to, to accomplish that, but it was six months before I launched the next one. Um, I launched my third one in February of this year. And I'm right now in the launch of the fourth one. I would have, my plan had been to go faster, but because of COVID-19 and all the impact on the Amazon business and shipping and manufacturing, uh, that kind of slowed that down. But, you know, I'm at, um, I mean, right now, about $45,000 gross a month. And, um, you know, I'm on path. I've got my next three products all identified. I'm in the process now of um, getting samples uh, manufactured. And my plan is to get them all launched before the fourth quarter. And um, not all at the same time, <laughs> um, but in order. <laughs> and um, because I understand the process now. And you know, even when there's wrinkles uh, to the process, you know, I don't, I don't worry about it. I know it, it is a process. I will be successful. I just have to work through them. And uh, but my goal is to get to a hundred thousand a month gross, you know, revenue mm-hmm. and um, you know, um, profit margin, 35%. Awesome. And that's your, you're looking for the gross profit margin to be that or the net profit? Well, uh, my accountant will help. I mean, quite honestly, because I have another business and this is kind of like a sideline business takes me 30 minutes a day. I mean, I've just been putting all the money into the bank. Yeah. (laughs) I have a nice big bank account and um, I've just been putting it in there and using it to fund, uh, you know, new inventory. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, that's another way of doing it, right? So if there's other people like listening and they're like, yeah, I've got a business over here, but I actually want to create some more cash flow that can help with that business. Then again, once you've got it up and running, I think, like you said, you're just checking it. And then the the core piece really is to look at your products and and launch more if you want to, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could, there really isn't a reason not to launch more products. And once you understand the process of doing it, you know, you, it does require some time to understand what you're going to do before you take that action. But because you're, you're not doing it, I mean, I have a sourcing agent, which I found through your resources. I have somebody that manages my pay-per-click, which I found through you. And so, you know, I, I mean, I'm just looking at the report and looking at the numbers and sort of using that to make decisions about incremental imperfect actions on my listings. And, um, that's really all it takes. So I don't care if you have a full-time job, you can do this full time. I mean, I could be, I could be living off of my Amazon business. If I so chose my other business is still interesting to me and I have partners in that, but, um, and someday I may, uh, because this is the most uninvolved uh, business (laughs) that I I have seen Uh, because you don't have to worry about, the customers. You don't have to worry about the conversion system. You don't have to worry about the payments and collecting money and all those things that you have to do in a lot of other businesses. They're all managed for you and you pay a small 
you know, variable fee for that privilege. Yeah. No, exactly. It's funny, isn't it? Because sometimes you can get, you know, you're looking at your numbers and you're like, oh, Amazon's taking 30% of my, you know, profit, if you like. But you're like, well, yeah, like it's a whole team that is that is kind of working for me. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, having, being in that internet marketing business, I understand, you know, I mean, if you have to go out and get, I don't care what you create, if you have to go get the customers, that is very time consuming and involved and complex. Yeah. yeah. And you'll lose a lot of money trying to figure that system out. <laughs> front. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. Cause you know, we talk to people all the time like, Oh yeah, yeah. Get off Amazon. Cause they take too much commission. It's like, yeah, but they also bring all the traffic. They bring all this stuff. They, they warehouse and touch all my products for me and ship it. I'm not going to do any of that stuff. I promise you I'll never want to do that business because that's too much involvement. And uh, you know, that's one of the great things about the Amazon FBA business model is like, you just have to figure out how the products work and figure out what your, your ideal client's looking for and make those two meet in the middle somewhere on Amazon. Yeah. And just keep putting more products in front of them. Mm-hmm. And even if you're only making 20 cents out of every dollar, well, you just grow the dollars. Yep. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. So yeah, that's pretty good advice. I mean, I don't know how else to kind of really state it any more simply than that is if, if, if you know any other businesses that run 20% profit or higher, on an ongoing basis, that's, that's, I mean, please let me know. Cause I'll look into that business model as well. Cause that's yeah. pretty much what almost every Amazon business is doing. So well, and do- not only that, but something you can do by yourself. And I don't, I don't literally mean, I mean, I, like I said, I've got a sourcing agent, wonderful people that take care of all of that. And I've got somebody that manages pay-per-click. And so really all it's left is to make decisions about what are the next products and uh, when am I going to launch them yeah. and, you know, sending the money, wiring the money yeah for it to happen that's our biggest job is like coming up with the money to send it out right <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so you know some of those type decisions but you know the other wonderful things had a great community and a great resource and so uh, as you mentioned i've been with you since i we got started back i guess it was right it actually it was literally i think it was in april right whatever whenever i think seller kind of was the beginning of april so it, at the end of that, we went immediately into it and I haven't left your side since. And so whenever I run into quite things, I don't, I have a question about, I can get those questions answered and um, you know, which gives me confidence to make the decisions. I might, you know, sometimes I shouldn't make a decision. There is no decision to make, right. As it turns out, you don't need to do anything, Jeff. Um, And I think I've asked you more than once, Hey, it seems like I should be doing more to earn all this money. <laughs> I must be missing something. It can't be this easy. Yeah. Um, there's something else that I'm not doing. Uh, yeah, but- I think one of the things I like, obviously we're working with, uh, you know, our members, a lot of them are very coachable. So if they have a question, we just tell you like, well, here's the, here's the straight answer to that question. And people are like, okay, well, I guess that must be the way to do it because you guys know what you're talking about. So I'm just going to do it that way. Yeah. You've already you've already been through the learning yeah. curve, right? Y'all y'all been through it before, and uh, you're far ahead and advanced in terms of your what you've learned. And so it's a great resource to have at your disposal. Yeah, I think as well because we're always, we're making decisions every day in our own businesses as well. Like you said, I think we've come up against pretty much everything. You know, shutdowns, account shutdowns, 
product shutdowns and getting them back, you know, it might not, like you said, it might not be perfectly coming back, but it comes back eventually. Um, so all those kind of fear, the big fears that people have, we've been through it and we're doing it every day as well. So yeah, again, it might not be perfect advice, but it's going to be the best like we can give you at that point because we've been through it at that point. Well, and, and because, you know, a lot of times with internet marketing, and a lot of people have been exposed to this, you know, making money, right? Apart from your job that you're in. Um, the people are talking about what they once did. This is what I did at one time. You're running live businesses. And so you're experiencing running in the same things that we are, right? And changes in the marketplace and what's the environment and Amazon, et cetera. And so when you give an answer, it's based on, hey, I just woke up this morning and looked at my business and I, you know, these same things are general things are happening to me. And so I'm giving you based on my experience, uh, what to do about them. Yeah. 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 As I was saying, that, that makes a big difference too, especially with the community trust factor of like, Oh, is this like current like theory and working it out? Or is this like something that was previously that worked back in 2015, for example, and a lot of people get, you know, it's not very fun when you're working with somebody who isn't currently experiencing those exact same efforts as you. It's, it'd be like, you know, if you go into real estate, but that person hasn't done real estate since the seventies, it's like, well, that's too long ago. Like the real right. estate's changed since then. Yeah. Well, the other thing is you've got a community of people that are other Amazon sellers at different stages. Some have been, I think, selling for years. Some have exited the business, maybe come back in. Some are just getting started. Mm-hmm. And so you get this, you know, this network of people out there all around the world, you know, in different markets and, and an issue pops up, somebody asks a question. It's not just you, uh, your team that has maybe some insight on it. It's, I've gotten answers from other people all over the world, you know, advice uh, that were help that was helpful as well. And, you know, you talk about ups and downs. I mean, I, I mean, I was investing and in buying um, inventory because, it, because of Chinese New Year. I said, okay, I'm going to be ready. You know, I'm going to buy enough inventory. I mapped out when I have to make decisions about inventory. I would have enough. I left some at the factory, but guess what? I couldn't ship it. <laughs> Amazon wouldn't take it. And so I actually ran out of inventory, you know, for a few days for a couple of my products. And I disappeared, but I came immediately back. And, uh, you know, I felt, I didn't panic about it. I'd I could see what was happening and when I knew when I'd get the inventory back and you told me you, the collective you, um, you know, here's what, here's what you should do in preparation for that. And it's not the end of the world. And uh, here's what you do going into that. And then here's how to come out of it. And I came roaring back. Actually, May was probably my biggest month. Yeah. I think you, sh- you just shared a screenshot with us of like over 56,000 or something like that in, in 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. So yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I think one of the best things is taking the advice, taking the action, not just praying to the Amazon gods that things are going to work out for you. Um, you know, that's that's pretty good advice for just things in general in life. I mean, you make the decisions for how things are going to turn out, and yeah, sure, you can pray the, you can give yourself a little extra, you know, you know, meditation or whatever kind of mental focus on that, but you still have to do the stuff, right? So, um, you know, we want to obviously thank you, Jeff, for spending your time with us today, and. We'll let you get back to the to the lake and wake surfing or whatever you got planned for the rest of the day. And, uh, you know, it's been awesome to see all the great insights and information from you. 
And guys, if you like what you heard today on our show, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share our podcast with friends who might get value out of this as well. Also, if you're looking for some absolutely free training, head to www.goteamreal.com to see our real Amazon seller training there. And we'll see you on the next show. And as always, we wish you the best for you and your business. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon, head to goteamreal.com for some absolutely free training.